Welcome to Jerseys and Heels. We are so excited to be with you this week. We are bringing you behind the scenes of some of the coolest, most inspiring people in the sports world. And every week, we hope and pray that you are inspired, motivated, encouraged, and have a huge smile on your face after every single episode. Thank you for being here. I am your host, Haley Hunt. And now to this week's episode. Oh my gosh, we are here. It is the day Lane Kiffin is on the podcast. Kind of a dream come true. Shout out to Rick O'Shea. Random met him at Chad Johnson's soccer practice. Do you guys ever see the uh, episode of me going to Chad Johnson's soccer practice? Well, anyways, you never know who you're going to meet. And so I met this guy named Rick O'Shea. And Rick was like, hey, do you need more people on your podcast? I said, yeah. He goes, what about Lane Kiffin? And that's how Lane and I met. And it just ended up being freaking amazing. So uh, I just want to say that before we start with all of this, I had to record this a second time because it did not record the first time in the beginning of the summer, which is okay because I got to save him for the second season. And if you hear stuff in the background, it's just because I'm at home. I don't have a studio. Um, I'm on location all the time. So yeah, we're just down to earth here at Jerseys and Heels, cooking some food and drinking some wine and hanging out. So. Um, you get real life, but back to Lane. So the first time that I was interviewing him, uh, he made fun of me because I say amazing all the time. Then we talked about him being Mr. Sunshine or Mr. Wonderful. So I thought it would be really fun, get a custom made white visor because you guys know his visor game is on point, right? So he's like the king of visors. And so I got a visor made that says Mr. Sunshine on it just because well, he's quite the opposite. He's fun and funny, but he is not really who you would probably call Mr. Sunshine, okay? <laughs> anyway, I hope you have an amazing uh, time listening to this podcast, and this may be one of your favorites. You're definitely gonna laugh and be inspired uh, by some of the stuff that you will hear Lane say that you were not expecting. So with that, here is episode two of season two. Mr. Wonderful himself, Mr. Sunshine, Lane Kiffin. Let's get to it. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, jerseys and heels with Mr. Sunshine and yours truly, Lane Kiffin, AKA what I named him last time, Mr. Sunshine. So from a scale of one to 24, what, what is your excitement <clears throat> here being with Haley Hunt and jerseys and heels? 25. 25 guys off yeah. the scale okay so excited because <laughs> the offensive staff's waiting in a meeting for me right now but i'm here instead wow i feel really special yes thanks okay so this isn't going to take long because if you guys know anything about lane kiffin he's very precise to the point knows what he wants to say knows what he wants in life and uh so the answers are going to be quick you got to listen quickly here you're from california how i just want to know how did you go from being a cali boy to secretly being a Bama boy, because that's the first most important thing right now. Is How did I go about? Yeah. Uh, I got fired. <laughs> so then you automatically became a Bama fan afterwards? Um, it grew on me. I actually didn't know how I would like it, and I actually loved it as you, as it's well documented. Yeah. The people it, of Alabama, the passion, the fan base, stadium, 
university, everything about it. Yeah. Except for I just wish there was some like blue water. The water is not very blue in Lake Tuscaloosa. Other than that, a little cold in the winter. Other than that. What uh, if we I move Tuscaloosa to South Florida? Would that be unbelievable? That would be great. Lane's dad is actually a really famous uh, football coach that now actually works for you. Is that true? Third time. That's crazy. So did you, you, Look, wow. Where's the first time at Tennessee? Monty Kiffin, guys, and he coaches defense. He does. Which is my favorite side of the ball. So he works here. What does he do at FAU? Um, that's a good question. Tells a lot of stories. Um, he's a defensive analyst, I believe his title is, and pro liaison. So he basically hangs out with the GAs and tells them stories. So growing up and you uh, coaching under your dad, did you feel like you were Monty Kiffin's son? Or when do you feel like you really broke out of the your dad's limelight and became Lane Kiffin, the college football coach? Um, that's a good question, because it was Growing up, anytime you're in the paper, like in high school for a game or something like that, you were always Monty Kiffin's son or introduced that way. And so um, that sounds neat and it is neat, but it gets a little bit old when you're hearing that all the time. So, um, but I think I still get that sometimes. Yeah. Because he is pretty famous. Yeah. But now he works for you, and that's cool that you guys are like a team now. That's amazing. Yes. Okay. So he probably taught you a lot about coaching, but from a personal aspect how good of a coach are you that depends on the players that I have okay really good players make you a really good coach and you win a lot of games and yeah when you don't you don't win as many games but um, a year ago I was a really good coach and I really didn't do anything different and now I'm not, not a very good coach because we only won five games so it's always what have you done lately got it I want to ask you um what are the misconceptions of Lane Kiffin, what you, and, and what are the truths behind the misconceptions? You always ask questions that aren't like the normal questions. I know. Like, I'm programmed like in interviews that I really don't have to think. I know. I, I got to break it up. Um, <clears throat> I think that I've always said that I think if you ask people that have worked with me or players that have played for me or media that has covered us on a daily basis so they get to know me I think that they say very different things than you know a football fan from another team or national media that's never really come and gotten to met me or spent time around so I think there's very I think those are very different and and I obviously care a lot more about what people that know you think about you versus people that have never even met you yeah I've gotten to know you, and so I think that, you know, people may think you're you're a little bit shyer. Do you consider yourself a little shyer? Are you an introvert? Shyer a word? Shy. Are you a little More shy? shy? More shy. No, it's the, I did just sound like my mom right there. That's, I apologize because <laughs> it's really annoying she does that. That's okay. Um, I don't know how shy. Um, Reserved a little? Depends on the people. But Same. I do... You guys, he's freaking hilarious. That's what he is. You are hilarious. And you're Thank slightly you. inspiring. So those are Thank two you. truths that people may not know. You're freaking funny and you are inspiring. You could be like the next Les Brown, you know? All right, so you came in to FAU. You're about to kill it. But what is the hardest part about taking <clears throat> over a program? Were you nervous? I wasn't nervous. You kind of get used to it, you know? Um, 
was I listening to the other day on the radio? Might have been Les Brown, somebody like that. And they were saying how when they were young, they <clears throat> didn't, they really struggled speaking, like having to get up and speak in front of a group and hated it. And now all of a sudden, you know, they speak in front of millions of people, you know, so um, wow. <clears throat> I do think you get used to it. Like so I said, it wasn't nervous because it was a fourth head job and, um, you know, been on bigger stages. So not nervous. You got to coach with Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. What is one of the most valuable things that Coach Saban taught you as a coach? Organization. Um, you know, every day is so detail, detailed, organized, you know, to the minute. I would say it's very, it's very much like the military, you know, from an organization, from a, you know, repeating the th same things over and over and over and over. You know, like he says, you know, you don't practice till, you know, you do it right. You practice till you can't do it wrong. And I think that's really how he, he really goes about life. Um, so what if FAU and Bama played together? Would you like that? If we were on the same team, I'd like that, yeah. <laughs> sure would. Play together means same team. That would, yeah, I would like that. Like I'd played like, against each other, sorry. Uh, like against each other. Would y'all like to go to Tuscaloosa? Or would that be a little scary? Or kind of just... Um, well, we gotta go to Ohio State, so. And last year we went to Oklahoma, so why not? One of my, I only have three more questions for you, and they're my favorite, but what is uh, your higher purpose in life? Um, I would say it really is about mentoring these kids. Um, that's changed over years where I just thought football coach, my job was to win as many games as you can and get them drafted as high as you can. And that's really what they came to play for. And now I look at it much different about helping them go through things and really, um, you know, even using my own experiences, you know, to help them. And so I think I'm able, having gone through a lot in my life, a lot of ups and downs, you know, I think that was for a purpose to allow me to help these kids better, where if everything had just been perfect and you didn't go through bad things, and I always say that it's harder to relate to kids that are going through things, so. It's amazing. Wow. My second to last question is, <clears throat> I know from just knowing you that your favorite stadium is uh, uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, and if I filled it up with a you know, 100,000 young people and I gave you the mic and you had two to five minutes to share something on your heart that you feel like our generation needs to hear, what would that be, the message that you would share? Well, you're gonna be mad. It's tied with my favorite stadium, with Neyland Stadium. Really? Yes. Okay, Neyland Stadium, who knew that that was, okay, so. It's a tie. Okay, that's fine. We, we're in Neyland. Third Saturday in October. Let's do it. I love it. What are you doing third third Saturday in October? Are you going to be? Where, what are you, who are you well, I won't be at the Alabama Tennessee game. I'll tell you that. We, we we have a game. Oh darn. Okay. So we're at Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee, and there's literally a hundred thousand young people. What are you going to tell them? I think just really be where your feet are. You know, everyone's so concerned at that age because you said college kids, I guess, and talking about okay. hey, the next job I'm going to get and how much money I'm going to make and the next relationship and all those things versus I think we spend our whole lives a lot of times trying to get to the next thing and then all of a sudden we're going to be old saying okay what, what did I I didn't really enjoy the ride you know like I always said when you think about when you're little like 
you're in like kindergarten, like you can't wait to get to first grade, then you can't wait to get to middle school because that's better. But well, junior high will be better, and then no high school will be better, and then when you're in high school, you can't wait to get to college, and then when you're in college, you say, well, I can't wait to get a job so I don't have to go to school, and I can make money. It's crazy. And then you get older, and then you realize like, okay, wait, high school. It goes backwards. Like those were the best times, high yeah. school and college, and so then people get older and they want to go backwards. So wow. enjoy your time at what you're doing instead of <clears throat> always worried about what's the next thing. That's amazing. Our time is <clears throat> short with Mr. Kiffin, but so last time in the middle of our uh, interview, you said to me, you say amazing a lot. And I was just going to say that because you just said amazing. Well, <laughs> it's a repeat. It's deja vu. And then I told you that they call me Mrs. Sunshine. And it's with an O. I, I spell it with an O for personal brought, reasons. I bet you brought me a t-shirt, Mr. Sunshine. I didn't. Oh. Even better than that, That's guys. Yes, I saw a bag, a hat, Mr. Sunshine. It's a freaking visor, okay? Because the it's visor game, the visor. visor. Guys, if you know, Lane Kiffin's visor game is on point. You've actually inspired some That's guys. That's funny. Hold on. Wait right there. You are Mr. Wonderful, and now Mr. Sunshine. Maybe we can sell them and raise money for charity or something. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a trend. Hashtag Mr. Sunshine. I like it. You like it? We'll go figure owls. out a go else, and we'll figure. Oh, I did the navy blue for it to match your outfits whenever you want to wear it. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Wonderful, yes. for being on the show <laughs> on the jerseys and heels. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, you're so smart. We really I'm amazing. You are. You're amazing. And um, thank you so much for being here, and we appreciate you. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. That was this week's episode of Jerseys and Heels. Tune in next week for our next special guest. Who will it be? Be sure to check out our social media pages on Fridays to see who the next guest will be. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. Have a great day. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Got you on my mind. I need you by.